0: There are some things that we have the right to. We have the right to shelter. We have the right to food, to clean water. These are our needs. Okay. Connection. As a human, these are these are fundamental needs, and this is what I would consider the, our true rights to be.
1: Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sannyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciant and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and in embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Chai, a longtime student of Ishtadev Niwas, and I welcome you to our sixth episode of our second season. You know, on a personal level, I am so very grateful to be part of our Solace and Shine community. Not only do I have the opportunities to learn, grow, and evolve, this community introduces me to concepts like the one Sannyasi Shivani is speaking about today rights and responsibilities to have the honor and privilege of serving others, from the light of a smile, to providing blankets, to feeding thousands. Sannyasi Shivani explains basic survival needs are our rights and the rights of others. And then she invites us to move from a place of entitlement to a place of gratitude for the blessings we constantly and abundantly receive from the divine. And then it is our responsibility to our honor to make sure others' needs are fulfilled from that abundance that flows. And so, from giving a smile or serving a meal or providing water, we learn that it is our responsibility and our privilege to live in the resonance of the divine and to use our life force to share this resonance with others in all our daily interactions, remembering we are instruments for divinity to come through. Enjoy.
0: Namo Narayan, everybody. This is Sanyasi Shivani. Uh, Today, I have been um, asked to speak about the terms rights and responsibilities. Rights and responsibilities. To me, they are the shadow and the light of the different paradigms that we have uh, resonating inside of us when we are identified with a third dimensional low vibration, the low vibration, the shadow expression of the third dimensional human experience, we talk about rights. We have the right to this and we have the right to that. And we have the right to this and the rights are often very three-dimensional you know, as the Muladhara Chakra resonates at survival. There are some things that we have the right to. We have the right to shelter. We have the right to food, to clean water. These are our needs. Okay. Connection. As a human, these are these are fundamental needs, and this is what I would consider the, our true rights to be: food, water, shelter, clothing, and connection. But these are our needs for survival. But when we talk about, especially in the West, when we talk about rights, what I feel there the t- tool the the terms often battered about in use of is our rights to things that protect our fragile egos with the right to respect, you know, we have the right to this, we have the right to that we have rights, we are entitled to them. And I think anytime we use the word, the resonance words of right or entitled to me, that's always like a huge flag. It's always a huge like ding, 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 ding. What are we talking about here? Exactly. What are you entitled to? Because as a human, you are entitled to your karma. That's, that is what you are entitled to is the karma that you need to digest. But as we shift out of the shadow of the third dimension, and we start to resonate in the light of the third dimension through faith, innate joy, contentment, surrender, service, you come out of what you're entitled to and you come out of what you have a right to, because it's you, it's a taking, I have a right to this and you start to come into responsibility. So if you really take the words rights and responsibility, they have two different pranic flows. A right or an entitlement is a taking, not a receiving, it's a taking, because you're entitled to it. And a responsibility is a offering. This is what I have, And it is my responsibility to share it. It's my responsibility to take care of it. It's my responsibility to love it. It's my responsibility to honor it. It's my responsibility to use my life force to leave the world a better place than where I found it. And that is not in some grandiose gestures of building libraries and orphanages and things like that. It can literally be a smile. It can literally be a how are you to somebody who feels alone. This can change a world. One word, one sentence, one look, one smile, one email, one gesture, one connection. You can live for 85 years and have one connection. Be so honest, so pure that it changes somebody's world. To me, that's, that's the responsibility of this human experience. We have a responsibility to live a life that is open to, seeks out, honors those opportunities for those connections, for that. so rights and entitlements are of what people would say these worlds i think are are terms of the old world it's of the shadow of the third dimension it's a capitalistic patriotic uh term that is holds power over holds people down and their rights are being infringed upon and in that reality a lot of people's rights their needs are not being met people don't have clean water people don't have enough food people don't have good education those are needs those are their rights but it's because the rest of us the rest of those who do not, and I use the word literally, struggle with that, have not taken upon the responsibility of the honor of having that so that other people don't have those problems. If you have good running water, what have you done? If you know somebody who doesn't, If you have good education, what responsibility have you done to help the ease of somebody else who doesn't, right? You can't give it until you have it. It's all just light. It's all just resonance, right? Right. It's not the right word. Uh, You know, it's the, if you have the resonance of clean water within you, of that karma of having clean water then you have the resonance bubbles come over you. then you have the resonance to be able to share that resonance with others it's just light it's just physics people that's all we are It's a bunch of vibrating atoms of light and consciousness mixed in to create a bunch of actions and If our actions are orientated to, well, I have clean water and I'm entitled to education and I am entitled to this and I am entitled to that. And it's about what you can gain. Then that is the capitalistic consumer disease that we have been living in. But if you have good food, my God, I have enough food on the table What can I do? I have the resonance of enough food on the table for my family. That resonance can be shared so that somebody else can entrain to that frequency of enough food on their table. That is service. You're not actually giving food. Your action is sharing life force. In every single word and in every single thing you do, my God, we are so powerful. We don't even realize that I'm going to cry. My goodness, this is a very intense newsletter, All right? It's like we have so much power if we can acknowledge what the divine has given us, not what we are entitled to, but what we have received within this experience of the human body. Then it is our responsibility... To take those that resonance of those aspects that we have been gifted and share it with people who are not resonating at that level because we are not separate from them. I believe, I believe Sri Swamiji said, please don't rack me over the knuckles if I get the quote wrong. But I believe he said, How can I sit here and bless? Right, because after he did the Panchakni sadhana and he was in a constant state of bliss. So how can I sit here in bliss when my neighbors are hungry? I am not in bliss if my neighbors are hungry. So this life force energy will now go to feeding, will now go to educating, will now go to lifting up everybody, not just mine, but all And that has been my experience of sannyas, that has been my experience of yoga, that has been my experience of ashram, that has been my experience of Rukya, is this beautiful embodiment of I have been given the resonance, gifted the resonance of this frequency. Now my heartbeats, my words, my actions, my life force energy must be used so that that frequency can touch as far as possible and when everybody would go to yagyas it's not just the local people that are being served being served right yes okay they get a blanket and they get a pot they, they get things to make their life a little easier why because comparatively our lives are very easy comparatively our lives are very easy we are not Uh, we are not wondering where our next meal is coming from we are not in a state of survival so comparatively yes I know everybody has problems everybody has this I get it I get it but comparatively yes these these local people are literally wondering where the next meal is coming from used to maybe not so much right now because the ashram has been serving for so long But that is is just the tip of the iceberg in the responsibility that Paramahansaji, that I believe Paramahansaji felt as he experienced the Darshan of Devi. And that responsibility, that unconditional access to the frequency, to the Guru Tattwa through that resonance, is what has attracted people from all over the world, so many countries, thousands of people all go. We all go to Rikia at the same time for the yagyas to steep ourselves in that resonance, to steep ourselves in the resonance of that level of unconditional giving, of that level of service, of that level of light. We give, we go, not because we're there to help. We're not there to help. We arrive because we are thirsty. We come because we are called. We're not there because we have some grandiose specialness to be able to offer. Ah, nah, gross. We go because we understand that what is being offered is what we need to receive to be able to live this life to the best of our ability. That what is being given there is unconditional but it comes with a responsibility. And so we go and we're thirsty and we empty and we fill and we empty and we fill and we empty a little more than we realized we needed to empty. And we fill way more than we realized we could ever fill. Empty the shadow, fill with the light Empty the, you know, there's a Shivananda story with uh, Swami Radha where he had like the hot chocolate or the dark black coffee. And he said, you know, everybody comes and they're a straight black coffee. And you take a little bit of milk and you pour a little bit of milk in, and that's the cup fills up and then you pour a little bit more milk in and the cup fills up and you pour a little bit more milk in and the cup fills up and then the cup starts to overflow. Yeah. But if you don't stop with the milk, eventually all the coffee will be gone out, up and out and only milk will be left in the cup. And that's what we do when we go to the Yagyas. That's what we do when we go to Rikya. We empty and empty and fill and fill and empty and empty and fill and fill because we are honored to be given a bed, to be given the ability and the the, the opportunity to recalibrate to the resonance in a tapabhumi, in a place where a person, a human attained the embodiment of light to the human potential. But he's super clever. I mean, why wouldn't he be, right? Because all these people from all of the world, they go and they work on a third dimensional level. They empty, they offer. And, but really, they are receiving and then they have to take what they have received, and it's not a conscious thing. Really, I have no idea who I am every time I leave. Um, but they we come back to our countries. But we come back with all this resonance inside of ourselves that's that's not conscious. It's not it's not us in control. It is light. And then every interaction we have with every being, That is then that unconditional calibration is going out and touching everybody else, whether it's through bread or through smiles or through offering of food or offering of clothes or offering of time or offering of whatever you're offering. How you live becomes your expression, how you love becomes your responsibility. of sharing the resonance of the grace that we have received. I hope this is making sense. And that to me, that is living yoga. Is coming out of that paradigm of what am I entitled to? What I want enlightenment. I want this. I want that. I want blessings. I want this. Understanding that the core foundational rights, I need shelter, I need food, I need clothing, I need education, I need content, uh, uh, C word. Connection, thank you, that person, thank you. I need connection. And then understanding that with those basic survival things, uh, satiated embodied, you have no more rights. You must step over to responsibility. Everything else is just entitlement. So I hope that this gives you food for thought. And I hope that you can feel the frequency of Devi, the frequency of Yagyas, the unconditional blessings. We don't have to physically be in Rikia our mind, if our mind is there, if our mind is on the name, if our mind is on the feet, which is another way of saying humbling, then the frequencies are here. There is no place on earth where there is no air. There is no place on earth where the Guru Tatwa is not. There is no place on earth where blessings are not. It's just where your mind is able to connect to that resonance. And then your responsibility is to live it. No more I am.
1: Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. We would love to hear what inspired you, and if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon, and don't forget, soften and expand.